Hello and welcome to another episode of Dirty Dishes and today we are going to talk about the business of marriage and how sometimes marriage is like a business and that might sound a little crazy or a little bit cold-hearted but um, I find it to be true. Um, Let's get started. We're going to talk about investing in each other and our lives together. So when we're in a relationship, whether it's a marriage, a long-term commitment, life partners, whatever the situation is, um, we need to keep investing in each other. Whether that's telling our significant other that they look great in the sweater that they're wearing or you love the new lingerie they picked up, we need to keep investing in each other. That is so important. In the beginning, we are all in. We are putting all our savings, all our monies towards this person because we're betting that it's going to work out. We're very happy together. We're driven to please that person and make sure everything is great when we're in that love bubble or that um, great time in our lives where the oxytocin is flowing and we're so happy to be together and snuggle on the couch. We have to keep investing in each other. When we stop investing in each other, that's when things can go awry. When we stop looking at our partner and thinking they're beautiful, handsome, gorgeous, whatever, um, it it can cause some rifts and it can cause things to shift. And pretty soon, maybe the other person doesn't feel so invested or you yourself don't feel that it's necessary to be invested in this person anymore because you feel as though you went all in, you're still trying you have to still see our partner or our spouse or our significant other as something worth investing in. Whether it's through compliments, caring, showing affection, kissing, touching, hugging, loving each other. We do have to keep some of those things that started in the beginning and keep them running throughout the relationship. Still holding hands is a big one, having date nights, planning trips or adventures together, going on a staycation, who knows, but we still have to invest in each other throughout the relationship. Also, we have to build a solid foundation. Most banks aren't going to give you a loan, are they? Um, If you're trying to start up a business, you have to have that solid foundation to stand on. You have to have a similar belief system. You have to possibly agree on how to raise the children if that's something you want. So, being clear with your expectations, being clear with what you need from a relationship or what you'd like to see from the relationship is important. That only helps build a solid foundation. Nobody wants a foundation built on toothpicks, which, you know, it's not going to hold you up after a while. You want concrete. You want something that is solid and going to last a while. Granted, there are going to be cracks in our foundation occasionally. There's going to be things that go wrong in our relationship. But obviously, we want that solid foundation. We want to be able to withstand anything that comes our way. And I think that is so important. We need to have those hard talks if we if something is bothering us. We need to be able to feel comfortable expressing what we feel and if we see a problem. So have that solid foundation along with a solid foundation goes transparency we have to be transparent about any mistakes we've made in the past even if you went to jail you know or you've battled addiction you have to be transparent about your life 
Um, you need to know those fine details about someone. And I'm not saying that you need to say, well, in fourth grade, I ate a glue stick and I had to go to the emergency room. You know, some details, they're just there. They're details. But I think sometimes with couples, they can get into a thing where they're not, or a rhythm, I should say, where they're not really telling each other the whole truth. They're giving half truths because it's easier and they don't want their partner or um, significant other to know the truth about them because wonder if they run away. Well, part of being in a relationship and investing in a relationship is having that transparency, that honesty, and knowing that this other person has made mistakes in their life and you are seeing them for who they are, the good, the bad, and the shades of gray. Um, you need to be able to look at that person fully and understand who they are. So holding back information isn't always the smartest thing to do. And I think a lot of times that does happen um, where somebody holds back information or isn't exactly truthful. I remember, for example, um, I started dating this guy that I had met at work. There was a child seat in the back of his truck and we're driving to our destination for dinner. And I say to him, oh, there's a baby seat in the back. Is that for your niece or your nephew? And he goes, no, it's for my daughter. Okay, that would be critical information to bring up um, before several dates in. Um, that's some critical information that you should probably share that you are a parent. Um, that's what I'm saying. I think sometimes people want to hold back information because they're scared of losing that person or they think they're less valuable if they admit their mistakes. Honestly, you want that person that you're with, that you care about, to see you as a whole and not just see pieces of you and then fall for those pieces and then learn like five years in that there's a lot of problems going on. So it's important to have those talks because we want to build that foundation. This is an investment. This is an investment in their future, in your future. And if it's hard to peel back those layers and have those conversations, then maybe um, a help of a couple's therapist or a mediator um, to come in and help with those details or those facts. Getting all the facts is so important. Your past, your present, your future, um, your credit report. You know, if you have some bad credit or some bad debt hanging out there, if you're working on paying off some bills, it's important that you disclose all that. Um, I think it's admirable to be upfront and be honest and say, this is where I'm coming from. This is where my goals are. And just like any financial institution or business, um, you need to know the finances, where your finances at currently. Are you in debt? What are your goals going forward? What are your dreams? Where are you at right now? So finances is something that a lot of people don't like to discuss. They rather um, pretend that it doesn't exist. They rather um, just ignore that. I don't have to talk to this person about that. And then pretty soon you're six, seven months into the relationship and you're getting serious with this person and you haven't told them where you're at with your debts or your finances um, or that you're struggling to make ends meet possibly. And you're doing date night on the couch with Jack's Pizza, which is also a great thing. But you need to be um, upfront and honest about where you're at with your finances and your goals for life and your dreams. Because again, we're investing here. We're investing in you. We're investing in each other. Um, it's not a good thing to hold back and not 
explain where you're at right now. Let's talk about your portfolio. A lot of times if you're investing in something, you want to see the person's portfolio. Um, what you bring to the table, where your weaknesses are as well. Um, we all have strengths and weaknesses. Just like in, in, in a job interview, you know, you have the same thing. They have you say, hey, what's your greatest strength? What's your greatest weakness? Um, it's the same thing in relationships. We need to know your portfolio. Um, where, where are you at right now? Where do you see yourself going possibly? Um, what great milestones have you already achieved in your life? Um, so it's basically what you bring to the table. That is your portfolio. Everybody's got a portfolio um, based on themselves and what they've accomplished, what they're setting out to accomplish in life. So again, you're investing in a relationship. You need to show your portfolio. Um, how do you keep investing in yourself and your marriage? You need to invest in your partner. You need to invest in those date nights. You need to take the time together and spend that time talking occasionally. And I'm not talking about the short conversations that you may have in the morning before you go to work or before you go to bed at night. Um, don't wait till 11 PM just to hang out with your partner. Um, make that time, make time for each other. Um, it shouldn't be during the 1130 news right before a late night talk show comes on. It should be more than that. Um, it should be time in between those times, basically, like the kids are in bed or you're done with your work day. Take that time to reconnect. It is so important. Um, I believe that I've said this before on here that your relationship could, should come first because at the end of the day, the kids are going to move on. They're going to move out. Um, and it's just going to be the two of you. It's going to be a little awkward if you lose touch with each other in between that time while raising the kids, you have to make it um, a priority to spend more time in your relationships and keep investing in each other, keep understanding each other, keep having those difficult heart-to-heart -heart conversations. Um, do the date nights, pick one night a week, pick one night a month, however you can swing it. Um, because, you know, if you have children, you're going to need a babysitter and I understand that can get quite expensive. Um, talk about traveling, do a staycation, camp out in the living room, a candlelight evening. What I mean by a candlelight evening is turn the lights off, just light candles, that's your only light, watch your favorite show, pop some popcorn, have some fun, be a couple. Remember when that was enough when you were in the investment period of your relationship? Oh my God, this is so romantic. This is so great. Keep doing those things 10, 20, 30 years in. Don't stop doing that because that is a relationship killer. We stop doing these things and then we're like, I don't understand why our relationship isn't progressing. I don't understand why um, we stopped investing in each other. Don't stop doing those things. It's so important. Consistency is important. That is going to be my next topic. Um, being responsible, just like with any thing you purchase or anything you invest in, you want to see a return on that investment, but you also want to make sure, you know, that you're making your payments on time and you're keeping your credit score up, right? So being responsible and making your payments on time in your relationship, make sure you're saying those I love you's, make sure you're giving those hugs and kisses, make sure that you are doing what you can to be consistent in the relationship because relationships, we want stability. 
We want to know that our partner has our back. We want to know that they are gonna take care of us when the chips are down, when we can't take care of ourselves. We need to know that. So consistency is key in a relationship just like it is with investing in bills or, you know, doing your taxes, pay your taxes on time. You know, it's the same thing. Be consistent. Um, how to tackle responsibility together. Um, if one of you is sick, don't expect the other one to clean the house that day if it's the day that you clean the house. If Sunday is your day and you clean the house every Sunday and your partner's sick, don't expect them to rise up out of bed and assist you if they're that ill. Um, they may try, but maybe send them back to bed. Do it yourself. Figure out how to make that work. Um, we have to be able to constantly assist each other. Um, there was a saying or something with Steve Harvey that I agree with that a lot of people believe marriage is 50-50. It isn't 50-50 all the time. Um, marriage flip-flops a lot back and forth. It's a teeter-totter effect. One minute you're going to be doing more than your partner and the next time your partner is going to do more than you. Now, can I say with absolute certainty it's going to work out and be that way every time? No, but we have to take responsibility and we have to be responsible together. Um, it can't be a thing where we have one person planning all the groceries, going to the grocery store and doing everything, and the other person just sits back and says, oh, oh, do you want me to help? That doesn't do anything for the relationship. That doesn't um, help anything. You have to have those discussions about schedules, meetings, things with the kids. Communication is so key in a relationship. It's so important. If you listen to this podcast at all, I stress communication like nothing else because communication is what keeps us going in life. We need to communicate. We have the ability, we have a phone attached to our hands um, a lot of times except for when we're sleeping. And so we need to understand that communication is more important than anything else in a relationship. Even if you're going to be five minutes late and you know that your partner is going to be upset about it, still message them and tell them. If a meeting's running over, tell them. If one of the kids has been sick and throwing up and you had to leave work, tell them. I can't tell you how many times I have had people say or friends say, well, they just didn't tell me that the kid was sick. They just went and picked him up from school and I came home and there was little Billy throwing up their guts. You know, it's, it's stuff like that. You have to be able to communicate and communicate again in a consistent manner because communication equals responsibility. Um, you have to understand the expectations in a relationship and that's something you have to communicate. What your belief system is, what's important to you, what's important to them, religion, all those things. You have to have those conversations. They are necessary. Um, and communication helps with responsibility and tackling responsibility together. Like who's going to do the dishes or who's cooking dinner that night. You know, communication affects all realms of a relationship. Also, how to get a return on your investment. A lot of times if we're investing in something, we want to see a return, right? We want to get that residual check or that profit check. We want that, right? Keep striving in your relationship. Keep setting goals. Keep moving forward if you can. Um, you must keep fighting. 
I think this is the biggest thing that I hear from people. I don't want to fight with my significant other. Um, I hate fighting. I don't like it when we fight. So I just don't say anything. Fighting is natural. Fighting is part of the human dynamic. Our ancestors fall all the time. It's in our blood. I'm not saying have knockdown, drag out fights, but I'm saying keep fighting for what you want. Keep striving for those successes. Keep applauding each other when they have great things happen in their lives. But you have to keep fighting, whether it's fighting to keep the romance, fighting over, you know, household chores or finances. Keep striving, keep going to get that return on your investment. Um, sometimes you can feel lost because your partner isn't attentive or they are focused on something else. And that's where you have to have those communications. If you stop focusing on the investment and you're more concerned about something that's on TV or Netflix special, you can't ignore your partner. You need to focus on each other. You need to set aside that time. Like I talked about earlier, you have to find that time to be together and your focus at that time needs to be each other because it starts to feel like there's distance. It becomes awkward to communicate. And the more we go our separate ways, the more we're going to lead separate lives. And that leads to a lot of trouble. Um, the foundation starts to crack pretty soon. We're making late payments, right? And we're not striving for anything. We have no goals together. Um, so we have to, we need to keep going. We need to keep striving in our relationships. Um, being interested in each other is so important. So just like in an investment, you can have interest accruing, right? Um, interest helps alleviate resentment. We don't want resentment to keep adding up. We don't want to keep accruing a bunch of charges and late fees and everything like that. We want to have interest. We want to build off of something we've already invested in. So if we're not building off of that and we're constantly coming up with resentment and we're constantly frustrated and we don't feel like we are making a difference or we can't make our partner happy, then resentment is going to add up. Those are late fees. Those are charges that we don't want to accrue. So we need to stay focused and invested and interested in our partner's day-to-day -day lives. Even if it's boring, if it's exciting for them and boring for you, it, sometimes that doesn't matter. You have to put that aside and you have to say, I'm going to show my interest. I'm going to learn how to golf or I'm going to learn how to do an activity so we can both be there even though it isn't my cup of tea be interested in your partner. You were interested in the beginning, but you need to be interested now. So invest in your marriage, invest in your lives together, because as long as you keep striving and keep fighting for what you want in your relationship, it's going to alleviate a lot of frustration and a lot of, um, resentment building up. Um, the idea of 50, 50 is not a reality. So invest in your relationship. Because at the end of the day, it is your business.